girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. up today. So I think this is going to be a very saucy pep talk episode. Like I can feel that energy just like brewing in my belly. So buckle on up. I'm so excited that you're here because I want to talk to you about the importance of advocating for yourself. And there's a lot of different directions that this podcast episode can go, but really it's stemming from this like deep desire I have to make sure that you are living a life that you're obsessed with. And unfortunately, there's a lot of socialization that we have to navigate as women in particular that like maybe you'll really connect with this. We're like, we've got these underlying people-pleasing tendencies that come from the socialization of like women should be accommodating or women should be good girls or we don't want to burden people with our questions or our ideas or our vision. We don't want to inconvenience someone else. And some of that might come from your childhood or it might come from just like the way that you've perceived the world around you of how to show up as a woman. But I just want to shake that up today because I want you to build a life that you are not just kind of sort of into where you get to the end, you're like, phew, made it. I want you to be obsessed with your life. And I want you to honor the vision that you have on your heart. But I also want you to feel confident enough to step up and like stand up for yourself if you don't feel like things are right. Or if you've got a question, I don't want you to feel like, if you ask that question, it makes you stupid because men are not worried about that. And I'm not trying to make this a women versus men conversation, but honestly, like, let's think about this. Why do we struggle with this so much? And we're going to talk about that today. So before we dive in, I do want to make sure you know about a fun way for us to connect outside of this podcast, which is my totally free text community. Basically how it works is I send out little inspo texts every Sunday evening and randomly throughout the week. But what's cool about it is not only do you get those inspo texts, but it's a fun way for us to chat back and forth. I answer so many questions that you have, or if you want to give feedback about what's going on in your world right now, or podcast topic suggestions, or things you'd love to get more clarity around, or you just want to tell me what's going on, like it's a fun way for us to connect. So you can respond to those texts as well, or text me anything you want. So to get on that list, text the word START to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word START to 512-548-2728. And that's how you'll get added. Now, that being said, let's get into the juice for today. So to give a little context, where this podcast episode idea came up was I shared that I just took my gestational diabetes test. If you didn't know, at the time that I'm recording this, I'm almost 29 weeks pregnant. And don't worry for anyone listening into this. You're like, oh, I'm not pregnant. This episode isn't going to be relevant to me. This actually has nothing to do with pregnancy. So don't worry about that. I'm just giving context to the story about advocating for yourself. So anyways, they do this gestational diabetes test for pregnant women, typically between 14 or sorry, 24 weeks and 28 weeks. And it's to test if you have gestational diabetes, because if you do, you have to take different precautions in the rest of your pregnancy and in your delivery, yada, yada. So anyway, 
I went into one of my appointments and I was looking at this drink that they had on their shelf, which I knew you took during your gestational diabetes test. And I decided to research it. And when I researched it, I found that some of the ingredients in that drink are banned in other countries. And one of the ingredients in that drink is actually a flame retardant, like a patented flame retardant in the US. And that just seemed really weird to me because full transparency, like back in college, I used to drink... Burnett's vodka and chase it with Arbor Mist wine. And I would eat cheesy gordita crunches from Taco Bell. And I just like did not give an F about stuff. But in my adulthood, I definitely care a lot more about what's going on in my body in particular, now that I'm growing another human inside of it. And this is no judgment if health or, you know, ingredients is not a thing on your mind, but it's important for the context of the story. So Anyway, I reached out to my OB and I was like, is there an alternative to drinking this drink? Because it just seems kind of sketchy to me to drink this drink. And she was like, I totally understand. There's a lot of women that have been reaching out wanting alternative options. So she recommended this alternative option called Fresh Test. And basically what it is, is uh, like you buy it from this company called Fresh Test and it's a like a powder that you stir in with water. And instead of drinking the glucose drink with all that crap in it, you drink this more organic, it kind of tastes like a sugary lemonade. You drink that instead and then you take your glucose test where like they take your blood and stuff, right? So I asked for that test. And when I scheduled the test, you know, there was a couple of things when I was talking to the front desk person, I was like, okay, I'm going to do my 28 week appointment, but then I'm going to be doing this test separately and yada, yada, yada. So there's a couple of things that they had to make changes for, for me, rather than someone who had just said, yes, I'll do the glucose test the way that you told me I should do it without asking any questions. But I felt really proud of myself for advocating for myself because it didn't feel right to me. And this is not a huge life-changing thing. I could have had the drink. I probably would have felt fine and it would have been okay. But it was one of those examples of a moment in time where there's part of something in your head that's telling you like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience somebody else or, oh, I don't want to be the difficult patient or I don't want them to think X, Y, Z about me if I ask this question. But I truly didn't think that it was the right choice for me. And I think there's a lot of times in our lives that we go through like these scenarios where we turn off our best judgment or when we think that something feels off, we don't question it, but intuitively we know what's right for us or we just know what's going to be a better decision for us. And why I'm sharing that, like why I specifically even shared the glucose thing is because it's hard to even know that that's an option if you don't hear people talking about it. But also it just goes to this testament of how often we need to ask good questions or ask the question in the first place. Because so many women, I, I shared this on Instagram stories about this glucose test, and I got so many DMs from women that are like, I didn't even think to ask that. Like, I didn't even know that there was an alternative. I wish I would have done this. I'm so glad that you're talking about this. And it's not about the glucose test. It's about the underlying concept that we don't think as women, especially, that we can question things, right? There was even like a vaccine that they recommended. And my husband so quickly was like, yeah, we want to do some research about that before we decide. Right. And I would have said that myself, but like we were, he was asking the doctor about like vaccines and stuff. And it's just like, he was so unapologetic about doing it because I think it's easier for guys versus, well, I'm someone who's very confident and I'm willing to ask questions and raise my hand. If I don't understand something, if I'm in a meeting or whatever it may be, 
I do think that it's more difficult for us as women, typically speaking. So I want to talk about this topic because there are probably times in your life where you've wanted to raise your hand and ask a question or you've wanted to push back on something, but that like subconscious part of your brain that I think comes from a lot of socialization is saying, nope, you shouldn't do that. You don't want to inconvenience someone. You don't want to be that girl. You don't want to make this harder for somebody else. But it's like, you need to do what's right for you. And what's interesting is when I think about this, I think about some times in my past where I have advocated for myself and I've had a really great reaction to it, but I felt nervous to do it. One time was back when I was in the corporate world, I had a manager who, he was the VP of engineering. His name was Sinya. I freaking love him. But my job at that time, this is back in 2013. My job was I was working with a team that was partially in Chengdu and Beijing, China, and I lived in Seattle. So nine hour time difference. I was doing like project management and IT as well as recruiting like a hybrid role. And honestly, even when I say this out loud, it feels like a totally different version of me. Can you imagine like this spunky, weird personality trying to shove all of that into a pencil skirt and talk about like IT budgets and like talk with engineers? Totally different life. It feels like a million years ago. Anyway. I remember I was getting frustrated because I had email on my phone and I was always checking my email and he, my boss would email me at weird times of the day because he was often traveling back and forth to China and he would ask for things and he would ask if I could get it to him by the end of the day. And I would respond to his emails in real time. I was literally teaching him that it was okay to email me like all these questions late at night and that I was always going to be available. I was teaching him how to treat me and I was getting frustrated that he was overstepping a boundary that he didn't even know existed because I wasn't willing to advocate for myself because at the time I was like 22 years old and I wasn't as confident in like stepping up and like saying what I wanted to my manager. But one point in time, I ended up asking him, like I went into his office because he had asked me to work on a project. I don't remember exactly what the project was, but I was supposed to work on a a project and get some data. And he said he wanted it by the end of the day. But my entire calendar was stacked with meetings that day. I had so many projects. I was like, I'm going to be up until like midnight tonight if I have to get this project done. And then I have to come back to work the next day. So I went into his office and I was like, hey, Sinya, so is there like a reason that you have to have this project back to you by tomorrow? Or is there any way that I could get it back to you on Friday instead? And you know what he said? He goes, yeah, no problem. He literally had arbitrarily put out this timeline of when he wanted this project, a project that if I wouldn't have advocated for myself and actually asked him, like, do you actually need it? Is this a hard deadline or can I have more flexibility? If I wouldn't have asked him that question, I would have stayed up until midnight working on this project because I wasn't, I had like not enough confidence to go have that conversation until I did. And then I realized from that moment, which I'm literally still talking about, and it was in 2013, I'm remembering that moment was when I really like made a line in the sand that I was like, I'm going to be willing to ask questions. I'm not going to create a story in my head that pushing back on something means that I'm not grateful or that I'm not a great employee. And although I don't work in the corporate world anymore, I've, I've seen how this has manifested into other aspects of my life. For example, we have Empower Her Live, our big event coming up in like five weeks here, Denver, Colorado, September 22nd through the 24th. I hope you're coming. It's going to be absolutely incredible. But, you know, along the way, we've had some conversations. For example, we had a conversation with AV, which if you've never planned events before, 
this can be one of the most expensive parts of doing an event with hundreds of women because at our events, it's really important for me that like everybody that is there gets like really great access to like we have, you know, like screens on both sides of the stage so you can see up close with the speakers and I want it to feel really inclusive and like I just really think a lot about all this stuff. So that being said, AV is really freaking expensive. It's the second most expensive part of an event. First is the hotel, the actual venue itself, and like the food and beverage and everything. But then it's AV. Anyway, we got a quote from an AV guy. And I remember telling myself the story when I first got the quote. I was like, okay, am I? like? It's not that I was actually saying, am I smart enough to go through this quote? But I just felt like, okay, this is not something that I'm really good at. Like line item going through these AV quotes. So we got on a Zoom call with the AV guy that we're actually using. He was so great. And I was asking him some questions and I was like, I didn't preface it with this might be a dumb question, but which so many women do that. And if you're guilty of doing that, girl, we got to nip that in the bud. It's not a dumb question. If this is not your zone of genius, right? But I would say like, hey, I've got a question about this. What does this line item mean? Do we need this? You know, like, are, are these like plugs going to plug into each other? And like, I was asking a ton of questions to educate myself so I could make sure that we were getting a good deal on AV. And because I wanted to make sure that this guy could also answer these questions because when you've got a ton of speakers and you've got hundreds of women, like you want to make sure you've got really good AV people that are also really adaptable. But I caught myself in that moment when I got off of the zoom call sitting there for a second saying like, great job, Keisha you didn't disclaimer your questions with this might be stupid, but, and you let yourself ask questions because you knew you needed to get that information. Because again, this is thing, like these are things that guys are not worried about, right? Like, I don't want to be like totally stereotypical to gender roles, but I really don't think that this is as much of a, like a struggle in general for guys as it is for women. So it's like, are there times in your life or even if you're just to look at your day ahead or tomorrow where you're catching yourself where you see something and it doesn't feel right to you or you have a question but you don't ask it because some other voice in the back of your head tells you you shouldn't ask that question that's a stupid question or you should be more accommodating or you don't want to be inconvenient or you want to be perceived as xyz because i do think that how we show up in the world, in particular as women, how we show up, we, we get to show other people what's possible, whether it's the next generation. For those of you that are parents or you want to be parents in the future, that might be a big driver for you. Like I know I think about like, what am I embodying? I don't want our son to see his mom walking on eggshells because she's not confident and asking questions. I want our son to see a woman who's like, stepping into her highest self and is unapologetic about what she wants or speaking up for things that she doesn't think are right. Even if it's like a small test, like a gestational diabetes test, or it's something big that I don't believe is right. Like I want him to see that modeled through my example, which means I'm working on this now before he's even out of the womb, before he even understands what's going on. Right. And I know that that's a big driver for a lot of you is like wanting to be an example to your kids. But even if you don't want to have kids in the future, it's like, can you be an example to other women of how to be unapologetic? You know, I had 
Jenna Kutcher on the podcast a couple weeks ago. If you haven't listened to the episode with her, it's one of my favorite. I absolutely loved talking to her. And I felt like she had a lot of good advice about boundaries as well. But one of the things that I really respect about Jenna is she was so unapologetic about saying no to things that weren't aligned for her in a season when she had brand new kids. And, you know, I like I had never seen someone be so unapologetic and so like strict with the boundaries. Like I've wanted to have her on my show for like over four years. And it wasn't until four and a half years into the show that she came on. And it was not because of lack of me reaching out to her, but it was because she really embodied these boundaries. And the time that I was reaching out was when she had just had a baby and she wanted to give herself some space. And I just thought like I had not seen that and how important it was for me to see like how you can be so kind and so sincere and so generous and genuine, but also have some strict boundaries. And that if you see something that's not right, you got to stand up for yourself, right? And I don't know what it is, but it's just been on my heart a lot to talk about this with you. So please let me know if this resonated. As always, you can DM me on Instagram or tag this, like take a little screenshot of this while you're listening to it in real time and share it on Instagram stories and tag me if this hit home. But I just want to remind you friend to friend that like you're not inconveniencing people when you're asking questions. You deserve to get your questions answered. You deserve to feel confident about yourself. You deserve to build a life that you're obsessed with, which means sometimes you're going to have to advocate for yourself when other people don't understand it, right? You're going to have to stand up for yourself even when other people don't get it. It's your job. But at the end of the day, I just want you to look back at your life that you've built and really feel like you chose this life. Like you just, just like sway through life like a, like a leaf in the wind, just getting pushed around by other people. Like you can still be kind and have a big ass heart and say no to things, right? You can ask questions because you're not in your zone of genius. And that doesn't mean that you're stupid. It means that you're resourceful, right? That you're willing to ask tough questions and you can advocate for yourself because you're the only person that you're going to spend every single second with of every single day for the rest of your life. So you've got to stand up for yourself. You deserve it. I love you. I'm rooting for you. I hope this episode was helpful and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.